Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where it is so cold in the studio, I am wearing two blankets, not kidding, and I can see the breath coming out of my mouth, partly kidding. That part I am kidding about. The blankets are totally, totally legit. I'm wrapped in blankets. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nahum's Live Lunch. You know, I don't complain about the cold because I would so rather it be cold than sweat. Sweating at 5 o'clock in the morning is not my idea of a good time. Sweating when I walk out of the subway is not my idea of a good time. So I would rather it be cold. But we have discussed... The uh, tundra-like conditions in the studio when it dips beneath a certain temperature outside. But we have a very, very strict 11th commandment here at the Nachum Segal Network, which is, thou shalt not turn on the heat. That commandment was dictated to us by ZK. I overruled that once. It was a huge mistake because within about 35 seconds, you could steam Nahum's suits in here. It was so hot. And I also couldn't turn it off. Then I tried to turn it off, and you really need a wrench and the whole thing. So we we take one for the team. We drink more coffee and tea, and we wrap ourselves in blankets. I'm sure Nahum's going to come in here and say, I don't know what your problem is. It's not so cold. But Houston, sitting across the desk from me, must be out of his mind because this is so far from home for him right now that um, even he is a little bit chilly-willy. Good morning, Yoni. Even he is, I mean, everyone is chilly-willy. It's the worst weather in the world. It's not the worst weather. The worst weather in the world. What would you think of the squall yesterday? It's. It was the 27 years old, the first time I've heard that word. Yeah, well, okay, I don't know why that is. Um, because it's not a thing, that's why. It is a thing, it is a thing, but what was crazy is how many alerts we got. How many alerts? I mean, you would think that, I mean, thank God this wasn't the case, but you would think that there were like a million um, like kidnappings with the with the Amber Alerts that took place because they, I mean, they weren't Amber Alerts. They were weather-related warnings, squall alerts in my life I have never received. Well, now when I get those 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 buzzes, those- You ignore whatever, them. Well, I'm going to be like, I don't know who I'm going to look up. Is it going to be a squall coming or is it a missing child? Not to joke about Correct. it. Correct. And I agree with you. Give me a different jingle, you know? I Yeah. You sort of need a different kind of alert system. I think that that, I agree with you, that did bother me, that the alert, that the, that the tone for a weather alert and the tone for an amber alert should not be the same tone. I, I just, you know, I think that if we can figure out how to blow bombs out of the sky, we can figure out two different tones for these kinds of alerts that everyone needs to receive. But I don't need an alert popping up on my phone warning everyone about a squall and then telling everybody to slow down when you're driving. I don't need I don't need driving tips. Squall information important. Amber alerts super important. Driving tips not as important. And then maybe like impeachment alerts also. No, that is a waste of my time. We can discuss that during the live lunch. Our thanks to Aaron's West Orange and Aaron's Casino Farms for sponsoring our on-the-road tour this month. We are heading to Teaneck, New Jersey for a live jam in the AM from Yeshiva Hechal HaTorah this Tuesday morning. December 24th, and then to Flatbush Avenue J to our friends at J Drugs for a live lunch on Thursday, 1226, a Hanukkah live lunch, if you will. You never know who may stop by at any of these locations, any of these shows, so don't miss a minute of all of our programming. And sometime next week, 
Nachum, Yoni, and I will be doing Hanukkah presents. Rumor has it it will be a Facebook Live feature because we don't want to do it at the Avenue J J Drug Store on Thursday, though during the Thursday Live Lunch would be the most appropriate, right? But um, we are going to figure out another time to do it. It may just be like a pop-in Facebook Live, so totally pay attention to everything we have going on. And then, of course, the week after, we are in Aaron's West Orange itself for a live lunch on December 31st, right before we head out to the Holy Land. Yes, January 1st, we are out of here. Some people will be sitting outside in a cold stadium on January 1st. We will not. We will be sitting on a plane heading to Israel as we are brought to Israel by United Mizrahi to cover their Siyom Hashas in Binyanei HaUmad the next day, January 2nd. Torah Eretz Israel brought to you only here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Certainly looking forward to a lot of exciting programming. We have a lot of exciting talk to, to get through today. Two guests for our segments. A lot of Hanukkah talk. Let's quickly do the fortune cookie. Though, Yoni, you brought a f- broken fortune. Yeah, everything's frozen here. Okay, I didn't, it's not a frozen fortune no, cookie. No, because the weather destroyed it. broke it. it. Yeah. That's what happened. Yep. Nothing breaks in Houston in the sun? <laughs> no, no of course all. not. The man who rows the boat doesn't have time to rock it. That's true, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Stay yeah. focused. I like that one. Let's do the national holidays before we talk about the important holiday beginning Sunday night. Today is free shipping day. I wish. Yeah. I was already alerted yesterday that if you wanted, you know, your holiday presents in time for somebody who celebrates Christmas, your last day to order things like on Amazon for regular shipping is today. No, it was like two days ago. <laughs> two days yeah, ago. now wow. you got to do expedited, Ooh. or you got to be a Prime member. I don't know. You got to be in. All a- right, Prime. Right. right. Uh, today is also, according to my schedule, the Miss America pageant, which I didn't know and certainly wouldn't apply to me. Right. The na- National Day of Regifting is today. Isn't that a little early? I would have said the 26th, 27th. Right. You know. I, I don't know. It seems like it's falling early, though. They say it's always the third Thursday. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Poor timing. Um, to, I would also just like to to mention two things for the twenty first. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, it's celebrate short fiction day, which doesn't doesn't excite you. No. Doesn't excite you, Yoni. Doesn't excite a lot of people. Right. It, 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 I, you know, I'm into it. So on Shabbos, I guess that's good. Right. right. The Lottery by Shirley Jackson. Totally. Oh, that's a good one. It's amazing. Never heard of it. Stop it. Yep. Um, and also, Yoni, you'll like this one. Um, Shabbos, the 21st, is also Short Girl Appreciation Day. Sure. There you go. So I thought I would just throw that in there Very for you. Very good. You're welcome. Sunday night, as we mentioned, is also the first night of Hanukkah. I cannot wait. Um, it's early. It's before the holiday, and then the first couple of days of the holiday that we're still into the holiday. It's towards day eight that I'm yeah. already cleaning up the boxes, and we haven't even lit. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what happens. But it is a holiday full of traditions, and we have two great guests and two wonderful segments to get to today in celebration of Hanukkah. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. My first guest joins us from a, a location in my life I have never heard of, Sue Lookout, Ontario. We are joined today. I, I mean, I can't even... <laughs> I, I, I look at this picture, and I am completely, completely stunned by it. Why? Why? Because in a million years, I was never a Lego kid. I really wasn't. I couldn't... Um, I, I, I couldn't imagine what it would take to build something like this, but Dr. Benji Goldstein of Sioux Lookout, Ontario, built this enormous menorah out of ice. Talk about celebrating the holiday for all the world to see. Dr. Goldstein joins us this morning. Good morning, Dr. Goldstein. Good morning. 
Thank you for joining me. Um, I, I know you were born in Montreal, so the cold doesn't cold doesn't bother you anyway, right? So uh, <laughs> it wasn't this cold in Montreal. Okay, that's a fair point. So just just for those of us who you know don't really step outside of Jerusalem or New York, tell me how far Sioux Lookout, Ontario, is from, let's say, Montreal. So if you were to take sort of Canada and draw an X across it. We're kind of right sort of in the middle of Canada almost. Okay. Uh, I've driven it from Montreal to 22-hour drive, which <gasps> would make it about a 30-hour drive from New York. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So it is significantly colder there than in Montreal, and whatever I'm complaining about in terms of the cold here in New York, you laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, we last winter was minus 40 most days. Okay. Okay. So it now makes perfect sense that you're planning to move back to Modian in the summer of 2020. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you and your wife and your two sons are planning to make Aliyah, or I should say, return to Israel because you had made Aliyah with your family at the age of seven. Tell us what brought you to Sue Look at Ontario. You are, um, you practice family medicine. Yeah, it's uh, it's rural family medicine, which means I do emergency medicine and ward medicine. Um, yeah, I, I moved to Canada after my military service to attend McGill, and I had plans to go back to Israel, and instead I got married, and one thing led to another, and I ended up working up here as a doctor, and that's that's sort of how I ended up here. That is an incredible, incredible story, and let me just ask you, have you stayed in Sioux Lookout, Ontario longer than you expected to, or this is as long as you thought you'd be there? Well, we've been here for, we're coming up on four years. The original plan was two to four years, and we're um, we're reaching the outer limits of the amount of time we thought we'd be here, but and, coming to an end. Got it. And you service the Canadian indigenous population of that area. Yeah, that's correct. That's that's incredible. What do you? What kind of medicine do you practice on? It's like, what is your biggest complaint? I'm going to joke that it's strep or the flu, but what... Yeah, it, <laughs> So not even close. We uh, Unfortunately, the healthcare up here suffers a lot because of the remoteness and a lot of the communities don't have uh, access to roads. And so we actually deal with a lot of medicine that's more similar to what you would see in third world countries, uh, infections that are out of control, a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of IV drug use, uh, mm. leading to a lot of infectious complications, a lot of very, very, very severe diabetes and complications of that. Wow. Very interesting. You know, certainly what I would not have expected. Dr. Benji Goldstein joins us today on That's Life. I mean, we're discussing his medical background, but frankly, he made Facebook fame when, I guess, your sister-in-law, correct? Yeah, that's right. Your sister-in-law, Liat Goldstein, posted this incredible picture of your, I mean, supernatural, unbelievable ice menorah that you built in your backyard. It seems that your first one was two years ago, correct? Yeah, we built one two years ago. It was made out of uh, about seventy blocks, and it was it was about um, it was about chest high for me, and it was a good prototype. And uh, we started collecting milk cartons at that point two years ago because we really, I really wanted to go um, a lot bigger this year. And I also learned that um, <clears throat> that um, candles aren't designed to burn at minus thirty degrees, so we had to figure out a way to make it electric this year. Okay, and and run that electricity through blocks of ice. Yeah, that's right. We I drilled some wiring through, and we ran it into some uh, Wi-Fi switches so I could turn it on and off from inside the house without having to step outside. Oh, my gosh. And when you first came up with this idea, your wife said what? Uh, why are there all these milk cartons in our basement? 
<laughs> yeah, I would have summarily thrown them out. So she is a much better person than I am. Tell me how many milk cartons, and this sounds like the worst joke, how many milk cartons does it take to build an ice menorah? So this year's <laughs> model is um, about 200, which makes it about... Um, about two, about 400 kilos in weight, each one being two liters. Um, and it's built on a giant block of ice that I built, which is probably um, about one-third of its size. <clears throat> and your kids, your older son, Eitan, is five. I assume your younger son, Ron, doesn't really get what's going on yet. But, <laughs> no. But Eitan yeah. thinks that Daddy's project is cool or crazy? Oh, wait. Eitan loves projects with dad. Uh, he calls me Abba. Eitan okay. loves projects with Abba. We, uh, he came outside to help me peel some um, some uh, bricks out of milk cartons to help get things going. He's not he's not that quick with it, but he uh, <laughs> he made a valiant effort and was diligent in peeling at least one or two bricks while I was uh, setting up the whole project. It's it, it's really an incredible endeavor. I mean, again, I'm not a kid who ever played with Legos, and I certainly am not a mathematician. There's got to be math involved in here, which is probably the first thing I would have asked and backed off from a project like this. <laughs> but the the Pursume Nisa, the opportunity to highlight to the world this in, the the miracle of Hanukkah and celebrate Hanukkah, really with your I mean your entire community. And your family on such a large level must be the source of inspiration for a project like this. Yeah, it was It was originally started as just something that would be fun. And last time we did it, we had a lot of people. We live on a sort of back alley street um, that doesn't get a lot of traffic. And we noticed two years ago that a lot of cars were kind of driving by, slowing down in front of the house and then driving on. And this time around... Um, it was it was tenfold. We got it out. We had it ready earlier. Um, we've at night. My son has said to me, "Abba, what are those flashes of light?" And it's people walking by the house, <gasps> taking pictures with their cameras with flash on. Um, the town newspaper, which isn't so big, uh, published a picture of it today, and uh, it's uh, actually really made its headway through several uh, newspapers here in Canada as well. And of course, I mean, this is when I say that the power of social media and the power of the internet has only the power to do good. You get a, you get a story like this, you get a picture like this, and you are the ripple effect of what you have built in your yard is is certainly being felt across the globe. And I can imagine that the feedback you've gotten, uh, I mean, whether it's from me or, or other people you've never heard of beforehand, must be incredibly heartwarming. Uh, yes, exceptionally. it's uh, It's been a lot of fun. I didn't set out to... Uh, to uh, I, I'm not a big social media poster. My sister-in-law insisted on putting it up there. And uh, it's been very heartwarming to see just the number of responses we've gotten from all over the place. Apparently, her uh, Facebook post was um was um shared over 700 times amazing and like i said it um it was published uh last this past week in the vancouver independent and in our local paper and it's going to be in the canadian jewish news actually coming up uh on the 26th that's amazing dr benji goldstein joins us he lives in yeah i'm not kidding folks he lives in sioux lookout ontario where he is a physician but we are of course are discussing with him the massive ice manure that he built out of milk cartons and ingenuity and tenacity in his yard for all the world to see how many people have either neighbors or or what have you stopped and said um um, are, are you also a rabbi or what is this about? Like, I, I wonder, you know, th this is probably, uh, unless I'm mistaken, this is probably 
their their first opportunity to see or or really ask questions about Hanukkah and a menorah. So I I wonder how many people are now just approaching you with, you know, with all these questions. Yeah, it's actually been one of my great pleasures living up here. The Jewish community in Sulukot, uh, I think, is about seven people. Um, we were some of the first, and um, not just for Hanukkah, for all the holidays, we tend to share a lot of our religion. We've been really blessed with a community that really wants to come over. We have a Shavuot dinner at our house every week. We celebrate Tu Bishvat, mm. and a lot of people, same thing with Hanukkah, and I'm surprised how when I talk about why we like eight candles and how we light them every night and, and publish a schedule when the lights will be turning on, how people actually take an interest, um, ask questions. Uh, one person looked at the schedule and said, why does it turn on 35 minutes or 40 minutes later on Saturday night than other nights? Ah! So that doesn't make sense to me. And I, I really went into an explanation. I was surprised that people um, actually asked follow-up questions and wanted to know more information That's about fabulous. the tradition. That's really fabulous. And so are you looking forward to leaving this all behind and heading to Modian, or it's sort of a bittersweet kind of a move? Bittersweet is the exact word I would have used. We love it here. We love our community. But... Um, a Jewish education is, you know, very important right. to us. And when we're uh, one of, you know, when I say there's seven Jews in Sioux Lookout, I mean my my five-year-old and my one-and-a-half-year-old are included in that <laughs> list. So we're, we're, we're missing some of the things we need here for community. We have to leave here every holiday. We go to Montreal for Purim and for Rosh Hashanah and to Israel for some of the holidays because we're missing part of the community. As much as we love it here, and as warm as the community is, we're missing part of our Jewish home. Well, Doc, I got to tell you, you're certainly an inspiration, but you do know you cannot build this in Modian. <laughs> I already got posts from my friends in Israel who saw it who said, I tried to do the same thing, and by the time I put the second brick out, the first one melted. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like after minus 40, you're looking forward to some warmth. So you've, yeah. you've certainly earned it. Dr. Benji Goldstein, I thank you so much for joining us this morning. This was really... This was really inspiring. You know, it takes a lot for jaded New Yorkers to get excited about something. But your post was the uh, Liat's post. Your your picture, your menorah is is fabulous. And I really hope that when you move to Modi Inn, you're able to channel that excitement for Hanukkah and and that excitement for projects with your son into something else that makes Fate's book and and hits my and hits my feed. We'll work on it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I mean, a great transition to Joanna Shepson. I could not have better provided her anything else to talk about Hanukkah than talk about a massive ice menorah. But of course, when we talk to Joanna Shepson from Fun in Jerusalem, we are highlighting what is going on there for the holiday. Good morning, or I should say good evening, Joanna. Good evening. How are you? I am very, very well, and I am very much looking forward to our trip to Israel. We leave here January 1st, but it is made—it has been made very clear to me that by the time we get to you, there won't be one Sufganiya left to buy. Oh, that's correct, because they've been out already for like the last month. Oh, my gosh. So by the time I come, even though it's a couple of days after Hanukkah is over, I won't find anything. Um, you may find a few last-minute ones, but I can tell you the other night I walked into um, Kadosh, which is like a well-known bakery cafe in Jerusalem, the center of town, and this was a week before Hanukkah, and there was a sign that said, Tikbalu Sufganiyot. Sufganiyot are finished. No way! 
Wow. So, wow. It's like buying shmura matzah. You got to buy it early before they run out. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Joanna, where do you, you go to Kadosh for your Sufganiyot or you have a favorite place? So Rola Din is always a favorite place because they come out with this incredible right. menu full of different flavored Sufganiyot. But um, this year I saw two other places that I'm going to give a try. One is Pat Bamelach in mm, Efrat. Right. They, they have a great baker, baker um, and chef, and they've come out with a whole bunch of different flavors. And there's a new um, bakery in the Kikar Musica, in the Music Square in Yal Solomon, called Gourmandiz. Wow. And I actually just posted a picture of their Sufganiyot up on, on Facebook. Oh, that's where right. it was from. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I saw those pictures, and I was like, I, I think I gained 30 pounds just looking at the pictures. Were you, there were like eight different flavors there, right? Yeah, the one that looked the most interesting to me was candied apple. It had like that red hardened, you know, sugar coating wow. and on the inside was apple. There yeah. is no limit. Unbelievable. Somebody else just posted on Facebook a combination of a sufganiya and a latka. It was stuffed with um with jelly. And oh, wow. yeah, and it was an apple potato latka stuff with jelly. Not sure how I feel about it, but I would definitely give it a shot. Israel and and Hanukkah, I mean, obviously go hand in hand like like nothing else. With all the chagim that that you experience in Israel, there is something about Hanukkah that makes it ever more special than anything else. Well, I think also because it's a Chag where you spend, you know, every day of the Chag can go out and do something and it's not young. Mm. You, you just got to fill your schedule, whether it's with going out to eat because there's so many incredible places or finding kids act, fun kids activities or special concerts. It's a really special time of the year. And also, obviously, you know, the, the menorahs being outside, when you walk through the old city, if you've never been you've never had the opportunity, really the blessing to be in Jerusalem and walk through the old city on Hanukkah and to see the menorah lit at the, at the Kotel. I mean, it, it pictures don't do it justice. My explaining it doesn't do it justice. It really is a, a, a life altering experience. I, one of the things I love to do ever since my kids were little is we put them in the car and we drive through Nachlaot or Sharei Chesed because there, I feel like every single home is lighting a menorah, and it's all, and a lot of them are doing it, you know, on on the street level. That that's like also one of my dreams. One day we still haven't had it yet. Is a, a menorah box on the street level of our home mm. where we could actually light outside. Yeah, there are a couple of them in Woodmere. They're like you know, um, being being ultra makayim the mitzvah. Like we we don't really live in Israel at all, but we're going to try and bring this piece of it home to us, and and that's how we do it here. And I and I you know I applaud that because any connection that you can make in terms of your holiday and bringing and bringing it closer to uh, to how they do it in Israel is certainly the way to go. What is your favorite besides that? You know that family activity. What is you know something that is completely unique to to, to you guys, you know, when, when it comes to Hanukkah, something that you're only doing then. I mean, for us, you know, there are, there are like the ugly Hanukkah sweater competitions and, and the cheesy, mm-hmm. cheesy, cheesy dreidels that light up and play songs that I absolutely can't stand, but have become tradition in my house. Like, do you find things like that, that, that are part of, that are part of your, your eight days? I think for us, it's, Mostly that every single museum's got a special Hanukkah activity. Every restaurant's got a special Hanukkah menu. Every, you know, theater has special Hanukkah shows. So it's everywhere. 
Um, it's not something, it's not a holiday it's not a holiday you would avoid in any way. Right. No, for sure. And that's a really good point. And also schools are out. Yes. The first two days of Hanukkah, Sunday, Monday, our kids have school. But by Tuesday, they're off till the end. Yeah. Got it. So you have plenty of time to do family activities and everything, I'm sure, is located on the Fun in Jerusalem website. Uh, what if, if somebody wanted to go, because I always get boxed out, I've never been able to do it. If somebody wanted to go to Pat Bamelach in order to take part in one of their Hanukkah activities, is there still room available? So the truth is that the Hanukkah donuts, Suvganiyot, are at their Pat Bamelach Efrat restaurant. So there, there's always room. Everyone can show up, <laughs> um, no problem, in, in Efrat. The Papa Melech workshop does fill up. So does the Roladin Subgania workshop. That's one that fills up months in advance. Wow. Um, and and there are a bunch of other activities, but you really should send emails. You never know. Last minute cancellation. Right. You can always get in. Right. And um, the big show this Hanukkah is Beit Hillel Theater always puts on an English musical. And this year it's Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, right. I saw so, you. I saw you had been promoting that as well. I didn't realize yeah. that it was Hanukkah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Fiddler, obviously, I mean, made a huge splash here in New York because it's now being it's now available in Yiddish and has been to critical acclaim. And so, you know, being the timeless story that it is, certainly Hanukkah is a great time to check that out in Jerusalem as well. Everything located at the Fun in Jerusalem dot com website. You can email them info at fun in Jerusalem dot com for more information or for specific questions about programs and projects that you think you possibly can get into now. Is there last question, is there outdoor repelling in Hanukkah? Sure. Outdoor repelling anytime by reservation. Unbelievable. Sure. That is very, very cool. All right, Joanna, I, I thank you as always. We're keeping this short and sweet. On behalf of everyone at the Nachum Siegel Network, we do want to wish you and your family a mazel tov on your son's bar mitzvah. We also have pictures on Facebook. We celebrate. We celebrated with you from here. It's nice that you're relaxed and it's over and you enjoyed it. And um, we look forward to sharing continued smachot with everyone at the Shebson family from every everyone here at the Nachum Segal Network. Thank you so much. We had a great time, and I was really happy to share all those pictures. Great. Mazal tov to everyone, and a chag sameach to you. To you too, and to your family. Thank you so much. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Segal Network. I'm wrapping this up rather quickly because every year I love to play the song The Achar Kane. Yes, it is a throwback Thursday moment because my favorite Hanukkah tune of all time is Miami Boys Choir V'Achar Kane, which is from when I was a child, which means it predates Yoni's birth by way too much. The afternoon continues with a full day of programming live loads hosted by Nap. I know you're starting it. Go. The afternoon continues with a full day of programming live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel. Begins in just a few few moments. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. JM Rewind at 4. Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zomik starts at 7 o'clock. Lots of programming going on. I don't want to talk on top of the song. Chag Sameach, everybody. That's life. Bye, guys.
Robin Biad, Mayim Biad, Rishon Biad. Yeah. Maybe I'll be